Uh, hey guys, welcome. Uh, this is a new episode, another episode of uh, Those Muckrakers, the shouty radio people, the angry white boys, but in the good way, not the racist angry white boys way. Uh, I'm Peter. And I'm Pat. And uh, God, man, what a week. Uh, so yeah, we were talking about like, uh, we were talking about racial discrimination, and you sent me this great photo of just like the way the Irish used to be depicted. Yeah, it's, uh, let me pull it up. I just saw this on Twitter because something came out from, oh, what's his name? I bet it's still trending now. I don't even have any notes written down about it. It's, uh, Kelly, the General Kelly. He has this argument that he just put out saying, you know, this is the reason why we should have a zero tolerance policy against immigrants because they're not white. Like, that's what his argument boils down to. They're not white, so they can't integrate and we should get rid of all of them. And, yeah, we've, have complimented General Kelly many times, John John Kelly, whatever his name is, many times on this show because he is the only thing standing between like Trump and completely blowing up the planet. With though with the Iran deal, maybe he's not being as effective as he should be, but whatever. Yeah. We'll get into that later. But he's still a Republican, so he still occasionally has like these really crazy, racist, monstrous tendencies that he leans towards for example um anyone that's not white should not be allowed in america so one person on twitter posted a picture of how the irish used to be depicted you know showing that all kinds of you know immigrants of all creeds have been discriminated against over time i mean catholics were discriminated against all the way until jfk became president oh yeah we had to and there was still a a big pushback against jfk because people were like he'll take his orders from the pope and the Catholics will control the land. See, that sounds crazy, but that was an actual argument against electing him president because they weren't sure of what... Catholicism was weird in America, so they had to have a, uh, a campaign to ex- expand the umbrella of religion so that you weren't just Christian if you were Protestant, but also if you were Catholic. Yeah. And they, with, um, when, uh, what's the guy, the second one that ran against Obama? Um, oh, you're talking about uh, um, uh, Romney, Mitt Romney. Rom- yeah, Mitt Romney. When Mitt Romney ran, they had to expand the umbrella even further, so now Mormons are considered Christians in America. Right. And <laughs> that's, uh, they well, really don't, were considered their own weird thing until he made them a little more mainstream, and it only becomes more mainstream whenever they need it to be to get a president Yeah, uh, well, the, the, the only problem with, like, so, yeah, the Irish, were, the, the Irish were really discriminated against, and the photo you sent me has, like, uh, like it's like the Irish are depicted as monkeys and stuff like that. Uh, so yeah, he's, the, he's sitting on a gunpowder barrel with a torch in one hand, swinging it back and forth next to the barrel. So it's showing that um, they're reckless and they um, are so dumb that they put everyone around them in danger. Is basically yeah. what it's just sh- so showing. With, and prob- he's drunk and he has a bottle of whiskey. The problem with the Irish is that like people used to really take their racism like seriously and that like they felt very scientific about it. And so they were very yeah. just like the different races have different attributes and clearly the white man has the superior attributes and then like what fucked them up was the irish they just could not like they could not figure out uh so the irish were white and they just they were like the new immigrants but they had the attributes that they like to give to other immigrants but they're like god like i just imagine a scientist back in the day just like you're just in his lab and just like sweeping everything up going god damn it but they're white man but they're immigrants like, they just couldn't reconcile it. So the way they fixed it was they went, you know what? They're just white. Fucking let them in. Um, yeah. So, so, yeah, I mean, 
the and you were saying before we went on the podcast that the how they were the Irish were discriminated against used to or has been used by racists today to say, look, it's okay to be racist against other people because they were racist against the Irish once. And Although, so, oh yeah, my family it, was they Irish. And, you know, my, look at look at now. Well, that's because at some point we just went, oh yeah, 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 the Irish are white. Just let them in. Like they were yeah. able, they were uh, able to integrate uh, because they were able to, because they look, they, they like it's harder to discriminate against somebody who looks. It's hard to just point. You can't just point them out of a crowd. So at a certain point, yeah. the Irish were just fully integrated, and they were like, I can't tell anymore. It, yeah, after one single generation, they're indistinguishable from Native Amer or nat natural born Americans, all other Americans in their area. So at that point, they they blend in. They're chameleons, so they're just like, ah, screw it. Yeah. So but, yeah, they were dicks to the Irish. You know, back during the what was it, the potato famine that made them have to all flee over here. Yeah. They were dicks to them back then, but they got over it. Yeah, and, and there was they also now went, they're not being discriminated against, so it worked out for them. Yeah, and they also go, well, I guess they're not black, so like that was their whole thing. And but racist. Oh, and uh, to, just yeah. just, uh, just a fun fact: my family came over during that whole thing, and uh, they mostly lived in the swamps because and had to change their name from Flanagan to, well, I guess I've said my name on this to Thrift, so that uh, people would stop hunting them. Yeah, uh, and my half of my which, family, which sounds bad, but my great 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 grandfather uh, murdered a guy, so they weren't hunting him for no reason. <laughs> or maybe they maybe they were, and that was just pinned on him. I <laughs> he don't just know. he just happened to murder a guy by sitting on top of a keg of gunpowder, swinging a torch, you know, like the cartoons <laughs> would have him do. So um, he had to change his last name from Flanagan to Thrift, and he went to live in the swamps for a long time. So. I, uh, I mean, that's like I come from weird stock. Like half my family fled Austria during that whole Hitler thing because they're like, ah, yes, uh, this is not looking good. Uh, and so they were able to get my great grandfather over here. But uh, and you can't see me doing air quotes. We lost contact with the rest of the family. I assume because they went to a special camp and never wrote back. Ah, yeah. Our uh, our current president's a, actually a fan of those camps. He's during the campaign trail. He suggested that maybe we needed it for Muslims. And yeah. I don't think people... Uh, people did not take that as serious as they should have taken it. Yeah. But um, So the whole point is, so we bring all this up, you know, like people try to use, oh, the Irish are discriminated against, you know, why can't black people get their oh, act right. together? Yeah, because by civil time, civil rights, by the time the 60s rolled around, like the Irish were were in it. Like... So we've been we've been watching uh, the Childish Gambino dropped uh, uh, Donald Glover dropped a new uh, a new fucking uh, song and music video uh, called This Is this America. This is America. And God damn, you, you ever see a piece of art that makes you mad because you're like, I'll probably never do anything this good. Yeah, Book of Mormon. <laughs> I've never. Uh, I still got to see Book of Mormon. Um, uh, it's really good. But like, uh, yeah, it's this really and, great. Uh, it's, uh, it's what's his... that other one? Um, the Founding Fathers one. Oh, yeah, Hamilton. Hamilton. Yeah. Yes, but this is up there with those. Oh, yeah. So it's a movie. It's called This America. And he's basically, like, there's so many layers to it. Like, in the beginning, there's this uh, there's this black guy playing the guitar. And then, like, Donald Glover comes in, like, with all he, the... He, he comes in Walter White style, you know, where it sort of pans around and you see, oh, he's behind the pillar. Yeah. But he's, like, he's kind of dressed odd. And then, like, he comes up and just out of nowhere shoots the guy. Mm -hmm. And, like, so you go back through all these layers. He's dressed like an old Jim Crow and doing, like, a minstrel dance. But, like, real subtle. So you're like, what's that cool dance he's doing? So the whole video, he's doing these crazy dances. And it's really, like, eye-catching. And in the background, like, all hell's breaking loose. Uh, an entire church choir gets shot reminiscent of Charleston. Um, like, 
uh, uh, people are dying and like you're focused on the dancing. So when you go back and watch it, you discover more and more layers of like, oh, this is his point. Yeah. This is America. We're he, watching the newest dance, but people are getting murdered. He walks up to uh, the first guy playing the guitar, points the gun to the back of his head. And this is where most people realize, oh, this video special is because he just shoots a guy execution style back of the head. And then the very first, well, not the not the very first, but one of the first subtle things that I noticed was that he then turns as a person runs up with like a red cloth to take the gun and to take care of it and to coddle it like a baby and to run it out of there very, very quickly. And then just kind of after that, some people come onto the scene and drag the body away haphazardly. They take care of the guns first because this is America and we can't let our uh, guns get damaged by a shooting. Yeah. So like the um, I guess Second it, Amendment. It's a it's a multi it's a multi layered music video and I've watched it like ten times and I still can't stop why like every time I watch it I discover something new. But like yeah, it kinda brings to the forefront all the problems is like we're dazzled by the dances and like the new fads, but at the same time the interior of our country is like just like rife with injustice and murder and like no one's paying attention, which is the hardest thing. Yeah. In an age where we see everything, we're just not paying attention. Uh, there was another school shooting today. What? I see. I didn't even hear about it. Uh, it was uh, no one died. It was um, in California, and it was a 14-year-old shot a classmate, I think, in the arm, yeah. and then he was stopped. And uh, one person posted, "It's like California has the 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 most strict gun laws anywhere. See, gun laws don't work." It's like, well, first of all, nobody died, but secondly, we had an armed guard at the uh, Florida school, and he didn't stop the shooter. He ran away. So I guess armed guards don't work. Yeah, good guys with a gun don't work. The problem with the guns is like no one's trying to find workable solutions. Mostly, the side that has been sold the guns have been sold. Of, oh, we got over this and over this, but like. They've been lobbied real good, and they've been told that, like, it's a whole us-against-them thing. So you can't, you can't be on one side. You can't be, and you can't be on the other side. You can't be on the far right, the New American Nazi Party. You can't be on their side if you don't buy into all their ideology. Yeah, you, otherwise, you're just considered a left-leaning liberal line cook. They're, you they're know, selling, uh, someone sitting here and being paid by Soros to behave this way. Yeah. no rational person would behave that they're, way. They're, yeah, they're selling a complete package, and you have to buy the whole thing. You can't just buy pieces of it. And that's what's so, like, you, you're not allowed independent thought. And they argued about the left, but I'm like, if the left wasn't allowed independent thought, why do you think the left is so fractured and ununited? Because everyone's got different ideas, and, like, they're constantly arguing. But th- and we also hold each other to a higher standard. Whenever that one guy in uh, New York was caught in a scandal, everyone turned against him immediately. We we gave him no time to, you know, we didn't do, like, the GOP where we kept trying to, where they kept trying to run Roy Moore. We found out that guy, who was it, the commissioner or something? Yeah, well, now, yeah, uh, yeah, he was, a, I can't remember his name, but he was really big in New York politics and found out that he had, like beaten and sexually assaulted some women possibly so he's gone but like yeah. for instance in the, the no one on the left tried to defend him because we hold ourselves to a higher standard we lose people we, we lose um our higher ups left and right in the pennsylvania people that the gop would hold on to and still have more votes and more power in the pennsylvania house i was just reading you that story about uh one lawmaker and they're both republicans uh she filed a three-year restraining order against another Republican lawmaker because he threatened her with a gun and, like, threatened to kill her and stalked her and all this other stuff. And then another woman came out and said, he sexually assaulted me, too. And he still has not been removed. Like, he, they called for him to resign. They were like, no, please resign. And he's just like, not going to do it. So, like, 
Uh, yeah, man. Like, it was serious enough that a judge... So you have a one lawmaker has been granted a restraining order against another lawmaker. Why they are in the Capitol building passing legislation. That dude is still a lawmaker. She has an armed guard following her because they because of the restraining order he and her cannot be in the room and they she said i it took me a while to come out and tell everybody this because i feared he would kill me and kill himself yet he is still a republican doing his thing um yeah man i don't know i feel like we're gonna change the name of this podcast eventually to like man america's fucked like it it kind of is i mean we've already lost major credibility in the world this week because freaking Dumbass, deplorable dump. Uh, the President Trump decided to pull out of the Iran deal, which is bad for so many reasons. He said that this is the best thing to do because of the money and whatever else, and there's not perfect peace in the Middle East, so it's a bad deal. Well, the really and, reason that he gave he just, that he pulled out of the Iran deal is because it was a deal that Obama, a black man, made. Which, for some reason, he's got this like that's, thing where he, that's the real that's the real reason he pulled out. Yeah. But so I'm he pulled out. With, like, he pulled out, reasons. and basically, it sparked a Middle East arms race. And here's the whole history of Iran that we don't talk <laughs> about because we just oh, they're state sponsored terrorism. Da da da. We <laughs> made Iran. In the 70s, we overthrew the democratically elected government in favor of, like, the super repressive... Uh, it was the Shah, right? Or the, yeah. Was it the Shah or the Ayatollah, Khome- Ayatollah Khomeini? Yeah. I can't remember, man, but not enough people know about it. We basically, like, messed up their own democratically elected government and helped install a super repressive, super right-wing religious government in Iran. And now we're like, oh, they're state sponsor of terrorism. Oh, no, we should sanction them. It's but, like, uh, leave them the hell alone. The- Here's the thing. We had sanctioned them because they were working on nuclear weapons, but those sanctions were shoddy and they were falling apart and they were about to fail anyway. And Iran was just going to have nuclear weapons. And that would be really, really bad for the planet because everyone in the Middle East is going to start to want to make nukes if Iran's making nukes. And then everyone's, and that's going to set off an arms race. And then suddenly these very unstable, constant regime changing countries are going to be nuclear armed. And that could easily lead to a nuclear because the winter thing about it is, if enough nukes get set off at once. If, if but a, here's the thing. Here's why it was a good thing that we had the deal. Obama came in and said, I'll make a deal with you. We'll remove all these sanctions, which are going to fail anyway, but, you know, whatever. We'll remove all these sanctions if you get rid of all your nuclear-making devices, everything. Just clear it all out. Have nothing that you're currently using to make nuclear weapons. And do not make any more nuclear weapons for 10 years. Now, a lot of countries was in on this. France, Britain, uh, I think Germany, too. A lot of uh, Russia, even. All these countries... China, too. A lot of countries signed on to it to say they would not sanction Iran if, as long as they're not making nukes. Yeah. So and basically, the carrot is you're invited back into the international community. Uh, you're given all the, you know, like, basically, there's a lot of carrots. So the we only did thing... not pay them to do this, also. Like, we had, we did have money from, like, the 1970s that we owed them anyway. They were frozen assets, and part of lifting the sanctions is that we unfroze some of their sanctions unfroze um, some of their assets and let them have it but the deplorables were like we're giving money to Iran and so they decided that we had to be paying them for this deal or some weird conspiracy bullshit no that was money that they were owed from past dealings how much money how much money though would you pay to avoid a nuclear holocaust Uh, 
I mean, there's no price high enough, but also we didn't have to pay them. Like, this was stuff me, that we owed them anyway. Yeah. We have to pay our debts. My, our, let me spin this uh, scenario. Like so imagine a country wants you to lift sanctions and wants and wants um, wants you to pay them. What if the country goes, we have a nuclear weapon, and uh, we are going to be nuking our own entire country? Now, you may go, that's crazy, but guess what? Uh, if I nuke my own country, it starts off nuclear winter on the whole planet. Therefore, you better pay me. What happens then? Um, they could hold the world at ransom. Why has no, I mean, one, held, why has no one held the world at ransom yet? Because I, I guess mean, that sort of goes to um, the supervillain. Oh, I've built a giant laser and I'm going to blow up the moon. Yeah. I was thinking Doctor Evil, but I used my Trump voice for it. Well, because he is Doctor Evil, but stupider. Um, <laughs> like, okay, Scotty Doe. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's just like, I, I you know, I, I've been like, I've been really pro, uh, like, like all the anti-nuclear proliferation stuff since like college when I found out what it was. But yeah, we should have less, we less nukes because less nukes mean it's less likely to fall into the hands of ISIS or the fucking Michigan militia or like a David Koresh or like a doomsday cult. Or uh, just have like crazy shit happen, like that one plane that was carrying a nuclear bomb crashed in South Carolina, North, North Carolina? Carolina, and like North five, Carolina. Yeah, like five of the six safety switches had gotten flipped, and North Carolina was one switch flip safety away. Safety switch uh, away from being, from yeah from being nuked. Not on the map anymore, and that would have set off nukes firing at Russia because there were so many tensions or that that was back during the cold war right yeah so there was a lot of tension in the air that would have made us think oh shit russia's nuking us nuke them into the fucking planet yeah because as soon as a nuke a nuke as soon as a nuclear explosion goes off during the cold so, war you're not waiting to see who launched it because the nuclear so that, war is all about first strike capability so if you were struck yep. the time to, to go do a uh, uh to, to figure out a um if we're being, if more heading this way is very small. Yeah, you're like, yeah, because you could just be like, oh, he's got to nuke him back. We can't, we can't let him just nuke us. Uh, which didn't so, always, you know, the mutually assured destruction thing always confused me anyway. Because even if they nuke us into oblivion, they still lose because nuclear winter kills everybody, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that w it would make the planet largely uninhabitable. Yeah. So if Russia did nuke us, we don't really have to nuke Russia back because they'll all die anyway, just not as quickly. It depends on how many nukes hits America, but I mean, there's a, a point of critical mass where that's just too many and the planet's burning. Yeah. But it it need to be enough to ignite the atmosphere. But anyway. Yeah. So yeah. But point being, like, so the the whole problem with Iran is like it it, go, it flies in the face of nuclear proliferation. It's not being strong or tough on Iran. It's like. It's, we it's, just don't want them to be making nukes. And you could say, well, all you're doing is kicking the can down the road. Well, fucking yeah. conditions might be different in 10 years, and they might be more reasonable. There might be a different regime. All kinds of things could be different. Yeah, you may, and you'll be able to so, normalize relations. Like, that's there, how diplomacy this works. Was, this was nothing but a good deal and herp derp the goddamn horrible. President Trump decided... But a black man did it. I don't like that. And he made fun of me at the correspondence dinner once. So I'm going to go back on this deal. You know okay, what? Someone sad. brought up a good point. You know what's weird about Trump? And I never noticed this till it was pointed out. He never laughs. He doesn't. He really doesn't. It's, it's real weird to see a human. Because he's like, a fucking monster. It's <laughs> like the uh, someone said he's not a monster. Actually, he's not a monster, though, because he just freed those three people from North Korea. No, he didn't. Okay, few things yeah one he had nothing to do with that deal he showed up to pose with them to take pictures with them like remember the uh, storm people or not storm people like a hurricane hit somewhere and he drove out there to hand them a box of play-doh and pretend like he was um 
gonna help Americans, but all he did was like throw paper towels at people and boxes at people in a crowd and then leave. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and like uh, a truck of supplies drove up and he took like a big thing of toilet paper out of his truck and handed them the toilet paper. And like, there you go. He handed it to the driver and he's like, there you go on your way. And the driver's confused and he's like, uh, okay, what, what do I do with this? Yeah. Uh, or um, he was trying to say, and they were these soft towels and they were white. He was talking about paper towels. He had never handled them before. He didn't know what fucking paper towels were. Yeah, I mean, talk so, about being, uh, what do you call it? What's well, the, if the nukes don't get us, the, uh, so I was telling you a story of the day. So if the nukes don't get us, um, the Ebola will. So they're having another Ebola outbreak, and I believe it is the Republic of Congo. And what's dangerous about this outbreak is it's right next to the Congo River, which on the Congo River sits many major population centers in many different African countries. And I think a couple capitals also sit on the Congo River. So... Here's the thing, if the Ebola gets out, like, especially if it gets out of Africa, we do have, like, a vaccine, but it's like, I don't, we've not had a mass Ebola outbreak, so it's very hard to tell, like, how reasonable the vaccine is. So the problem is the World Health Organization is really now prepared, unlike they were in 2014 with the last Ebola outbreak, but our United States response team, the head of our infectious diseases, whatever it's called, he quit. Trump's trying to take their $250 million, like, fund away. They've had it sitting like a rainy day fund since the last one, so just in case we have a disease outbreak, they go, we got $250 million that was given to us by Congress. We need to put it in a pot and then when something bad happens use it he's trying to take that away he's dismantling the team that like the united states put together to handle infectious diseases and i don't understand why like he's it's, a dumb supervillain. he's gonna bring ebola over i'm gonna blow up the moon and it's gonna be tremendous okay it's just one more obama era regulation he wants to unmake right obama made sure that americans didn't get ebola well, i know what i think i know how he thinks he, th he doesn't understand infectious diseases he thinks that like as long as the ebola is in one of those shithole countries it doesn't matter he doesn't understand that like in this day and age any majorly infectious disease how quickly it can spread and get out of control and just so our listeners know, the president himself called Africa a shithole country and places like that. Which is dumb because Africa so, is a continent. But um, the whole point yeah. is, like, I want to see the point in which, like, at a Trump we're, rally... We're using the president's words here. At a, at a, at a Trump rally, I just want to see the point in which, like, at a Trump rally, everyone, including the president, has Ebola and he just denies it. I want to see <laughs> his complete denial of reality versus bleeding out of your eyeballs. <laughs> I'm not bleeding. It's, a, it's fake. You know, my eyeballs are tremendous. Okay, it's the fake. The lying media just wants to give me the red eye. They're just lying to you. <coughs> okay. You know, I'm not. I'm not bleeding. Oh, uh, In fact, I don't bleed. I have superior clotting abilities. Uh, oh, also, um, just just side note here. Obama actually freed dozens of prisoners from North Korea and he didn't tweet about them like a three-year-old demanding and that's, attention. That, well, here's the thing we talked about. That's Obama's failure was he thought that good work would speak for itself. And it's like, man, you should have hired a razzle-dazzle ad team. That's your problem. Oh. You were just doing, quietly doing good work. And unfortunately, like... There's yeah. a website called uh, What Did Obama Do Anyway or something like that. Yeah. Where um, uh, basically it it generates stuff he does whenever you click a button that said, you know, what did Obama, what did Obama do anyway? And you click it and it gives you an example of something he did. And then you can click it again and it gives you something else he did. And then it'll change it to, okay, but besides that, okay, that sounds pretty good, but what else? Hmm. Anything else? And there's just like a thousand or two or 3000 things that it'll cycle through. And they're all like really major, astonishing accomplishments. Unfortunately, he's going to be venerated by history, but he's, I mean, like, 
I feel that... Well, if, if fucking Trump doesn't kill us all with Obama... Ebola news. Oh, oh, you almost tied together Obama and Ebola, and I cannot wait for some. <laughs> okay, oh. listen, I don't have uh, old, old Ebola Obama. Okay, e- Ebola. Ebola. Obama gave it to me. He tapped my wires. Yeah, you know what? I think he spit. Uh, I think he spit in the White House copy maker. Okay, and that's why I got Ebola. Okay, it was Obama. It was an unauthorized. He spit Ebola and like. But I just want to see the level of denial when he's like bleeding out his eyes. He's like, it is, this is not happening. I am not bleeding out of all the holes and my you know what and whatever, okay? He's like, yeah, yep. man, so like, the, uh, yeah. Fucking Ebola, man. I'm sure it'll be Obama's fault because, I mean, that's why they keep blaming Democrats for um, the president's investigation, the investigation of the president right now because the Republican special counter, uh, yeah. The Republican special counsel appointed by the Republican attorney general appointed by a Republican Congress to investigate a Republican presidential campaign sure is evidence of the Democrats being up to no good, right? Yeah. And here's some actual tweets by the president. I have two of them. I didn't read you the first one earlier. Read it there, Russian. The Russian witch hunt is rapidly losing credibility. House Intelligence Committee found no collusion, coordination, or anything else with Russia. So now the probe says, okay, what else is there? How about obstruction for made-up phony crime? There is no O. It's called fighting back. Yeah, that's called... That's, that's, yeah, that's, that, call it fighting back if you want. That's fucking obstruction. Yeah, fighting back is obstruction of justice, but thank you for confessing. Yeah. Not like confessing to crimes has ever gotten the deplorable dipshit in trouble before, since he's above the law, but I'll continue. The 13 angry Democrats in charge of the Russian witch hunt are starting to find out that there is a court system in place that actually protects people from injustice. Sad. And just wait till the court's get to see your unrelated con or your unrevealed conflicts of interest uh, uh, yeah that's like oh my god that's trump making empty threats which has to be illegal somewhere but who cares trump commits so many crimes every hour of every day any one of which would have been enough to ruin the well, presidency of any normal president but he's constantly protected by his the Bettinell's effect. So to, two things. Here's what I'm scared uh, of. So I'm worried that come this, you know, the blue wave will save us. Da, 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 da. I'm worried that like the Democrats are actually walking into a trap. So uh, yeah. I'm worried that the fucking something's going to happen at the la- the 11th hour and say, uh, what do you call it? Stop the blue wave from happening, right? Like another massive Russian hacking thing. Like there's more and more this week I've been reading about how the one, like four different states that Trump won by 1%, uh, he won the Electoral College by 1%, are starting to look very suspicious. And like, you know, maybe the Russians really did hack them and begin to disqualify a bunch of voters. They didn't add votes, they subtracted. And they subtracted That's just enough to brilliant. make Trump yeah, win. Yeah, so it's it's real obvious if you add votes, but if you subtract votes, we do voter suppression anyway, so it doesn't seem like anything out of the ordinary. Right. God, those and sneaky fucking Russians. So <laughs> that means from now on we have to cheat to win elections because if you don't, it's already being shown that if you cheat and win, nothing happens to you because they won't roll this back and just say Hillary, you take it. Well, here's the they'll pro- never relitigate the election. Yeah. Well, here's the well because they already tried. They already had enough trouble with that and fucking uh and that's where our and I've always said Bush and Gore. Yeah. So here's the danger with the American system and this is where a political system gets fucked up and everything goes haywire. As long 
as there is a clear route to the transition of power, and that is not usually in dispute, your country, your kingdom, whatever is kind of safe, right? So if it's like, you know, king to oldest son, and he always has a strong oldest son, and the king dies in a timely way, and the the prince is able to take it, you know what I mean? Smooth transition of power, right? Right. But, you know, if the king dies early and the son is only like 12 or sickly or like there's multiple sons or maybe someone has a stronger claim, then the, the, um, the, the seat of power uh, is a little bit murkier and it's dangerous. Um, and so with the presidency, that's the problem with like if we, re, if we start, if we, and we relitigate our, our um, elections, now the seat to power becomes murky and like it makes the country very unstable and like it's, it's tough. And that's that's what's really scary is like now the transition Peace. to power becomes very murky because we found out with Bush and Gore who who cast the deciding vote like if it's like Jeb it, fucking Bush Jeb Bush did but I mean it goes to Congress or the Senate I believe right uh yeah but like the yeah state no I mean I know Florida gets... had to be decided by someone and it was decided by Jeb yeah so I know that the governor counted the state but I'm saying like. If it's too close to call, I believe it goes to Congress or somebody and they can appoint or there's a whole thing. Anyway, it gets really murky and like really like that. So it's really like, I mean, elections should be fair, but that's a very like, it's a very dangerous thing if you have to relitigate uh, but, a fucking but election. Since, but since the precedent is that we don't relitigate elections, that means you have to cheat or else yeah. you're just putting yourself at a but disadvantage. But that's the other thing. So then we really so you can need do to... everything right so and still lose. We really need to pass legislation that basically as soon as like you turn 18 uh you are enrolled as a voter like you don't have and a lot of states are doing it now and this is going to be the kind of protection so they're basically not going oh do you want to register to vote just if you have a license a driver's license you're automatically registered to vote um and i think that's important and i think that's one of the ways we'll help ourselves that you can't be disqualified from voting unless you actively go take me off the voter registration roll i think that um Guns should be legal, but you should have to go through as much bullshit to get a guns li- gun license as you do to get a driver's license. Because even renewing your driver's license is yeah. a pain in the ass. Yeah. But I also think there should be a gun learner's license, which you have to have for a year. You have to have like uh, some sort of guardian or sponsor to be able to um, get the learner's license and to go practice shooting with. And- yeah. Then no, pass absolutely. a test, and but my point is like about like because I didn't realize that, but that's brilliant. So if if the Russians were disqualifying voters to change it by one percent, that's a masterstroke yes. because we disqualify our own fucking voters. Yes, we do that a lot. We do and massive it's fucking bullshit. We, yeah, we do massive voter massive purges. Voter suppression. Yeah, and, Mass- uh, so- and by the way, it's never the Democrats that do that. It's just the Republicans. The de- there might have been like one example of one Democrat doing it fifty years ago, and then people look at that and say, "See both sides," but it's orders of magnitude yeah. worse on the Republican so, side. Yeah, so that's really fucked up. Um, like, I mean, at least there is good news. So fucking uh, blanket chip fucking lost. And that proves what something we've been saying. Do you hear about Don Blankenship? Have you heard this at all? I thought you made up a word. What the fuck's a blanket ship? No, Don Blanket. Like, I believe it's Don Blankenship. Is, is, is it was sour a, cream and onion? He was or? a. Uh, I believe he was a West Virginia uh, coal mine operator. That because of his negligence. And is he like, the guy that blew up the mine? Yes. Oh, so, he lost the yeah the, yeah the so, primary right so because Not of the his election, neg- but the primary yeah so because of his negligence and mine blew up and killed like twenty nine people and he went to jail yeah. for a year. And he uh, said that was a Democratic um, hit piece to say that it was him. Right. Uh, so he ran for he ran for the oh, Republican. Obama appointed judges put him in jail. 
But yeah. Anyway, well, he so he ran like, and you got to watch the videos. This guy's fucking just like, I've, oh my! I've seen it. I know what yeah. you're talking about now. But so he he basically gets out of jail. He runs on the platform of he's Trumpier. He's more Trumpy than Trump, and he's gonna attack Mitch yeah. McConnell. And he called he called Mitch McConnell's wife a China person and said that McConnell sends money to his China family. And he then in the debate, Mitch. the guy goes, "What? I'm an American person. I don't see anything wrong with calling him a China person or an Africa yeah. person." And I'm like. This is why you don't get to be an elected That's, official. That reminds me of when you were in like elementary school and you got in trouble for saying like a bad word and you know that it was a bad word, but you're like, oh, I, I thought that I didn't know that was a, I didn't know that was a bad word. I didn't know that's a bad word. Yeah, he's just he's making shit up to try to make it seem like he's less racist. So, but, but it, uh, it, as the soon reason as he started talking about cocaine, Mitch, it's yeah. like, oh, this is going to be special. Well, the reason I bring it up is because we talked about before the one saving grace is that the Trump effect doesn't work for anybody but Trump. Everybody right. that's tried to go hard on like I'm just like Trump, I'm a Trumpy Trump, 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 they lose. Um, a lot, yeah. Fucking uh, what's his name? What was the the pedophile uh, former judge, whatever guy that rode to the election on a horse? Roy Moore. Yeah, Roy Moore. I'm fucking, I'm, I'm Roy Moore, and I'm like, oh, you fucking lost in a Republican stronghold. Blanket Not just a Republican the stronghold. The last person before him, which was Jeff Sessions, actually, won by like 90% of the vote, right? Yeah. This guy lost. That's a point. So thank God it only works for him. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping to God this this shit's going to be like the Salem witch hunts. It's like a kind of madness, like McCarthyism, where everybody goes crazy for like the length of this time, and then slowly it ends, and we all go, "Oh, that was fucked, wasn't it?" Yeah, I don't know what happened to people. That was a real bad time. It's going to be just like with the uh, Iraq War. It's like you know. 75% of Americans approved of it whenever we went into Iraq. Yeah. Magically, nobody admits, nobody ever admits to have been, being in favor of it nowadays. Yeah. I mean, so everybody that's had anything to do with Trump is going to be hunted down and their political uh, uh, lifespan is going to be destroyed. Like, Which, the problem is, it makes the people that support him dig in because he's their only access to power. They know as soon as he's gone, they're going to be thrown, they're the, they're going to be thrown straight the fuck out the front door. They're, like, They're hoping for a miracle at this point. Well, my big fear is he's going to start a war and clamp down and then use wartime powers and precedent to destroy... Ah, yes. The, yeah. That actually leads us back to... Um, what do you call it? The Iran deal, because with Iran doing what they're doing, that might actually lead us to war pretty soon. Because once they're nuclear armed, Israel's not going to like that. Well, and that could, if those two places go to war, then America well, would definitely step in. They but, already went to war, and that they're fighting a proxy war in Syria. Um, Iran like blew up but, a bunch of. Yeah. They blew up a bunch of. Um, uh, Israel or shot at a bunch of Israeli stuff in the Golan Heights. So Israel clapped back and blew up a bunch of their stuff in Syria. Uh, so it's already like there. I mean, Russia Russia stepped in there, but America's ideally supposed to be on the rebel side, not on the side side. But yeah. uh, Putin's on the side side, so that means America's actually on the side side because America's run by Putin's puppet president. Yeah, well, you know, I used, so America it's, it's used, complicated. Man, you know, America used to run on Duncan, and now it runs on Putin, and I'm real sad about that. Yeah, sad. To sad. quote an American president. You know, I remember when America used to run on Duncan. Okay. And now it just runs on sad Putin. Well, I wish he would give Putin a nickname. I want to know what he would call Putin. Polite Putin. Papa Putin. Papa Putin, okay. Papa Putin <laughs> says that I have to do this, and he's my papa, okay, so I have to do it. But yeah, um, yes. that's, a, that's what's scary is he becomes a fucking wartime president. Uh, and that's I've always been against this ever since I was like 
since I was a kid, after 9-11 happened, and they're like, yeah, yeah, we're going to need to take away some of your civil liberties. I'm like, I don't think that's a good idea. And everyone else was like, America! And I'm like, nope, nope, Fuck nope. yeah! I'm like, let's not, let's not Over take away... to save the motherfucking day! Yeah, yeah. I, they just basically sang America over me. Like, like I'm just like, hey, I don't think we should take away civil liberties. I think this America, is the time... Fuck yeah! Like, God damn it. It just, I hate it when you're trying to talk sense and people are just full Freedom of Freedom is the only way, yeah. <laughs> this is exactly what it felt like in 2001 yeah. after 9-11. I'm like, all right, this is a terrible thing. Let's really take stock and see what we can like. Fucking, uh, as soon as I started trying to talk, they started, you remember the old Hulk Hogan theme? Uh, yeah. I'm a real yeah, American. I'm like, wait, wait, I'm like, guys, hold Fight on. for the can ride we? of okay. All right, between verses. All right, maybe we can talk about civil liberties. Okay, so here's the thing. Guys, God damn it. Fight for us, right? Fight for us, Yeah, like, it, it was just, and I knew, I was like, this is going to be bad. Because every time, it's very hard to go back. Every time you let the genie out of the bottle, every time you take away, you take away people. Like, who was it that at one point was wondering if we could set a fucking switch to turn the internet off if we needed to? Was that Trump or was that pre-Trump? Oh, my God. Um... Uh... It might, have been, I don't it might know. have been pre-Trump, but there was a Congress thing for a while where they were like, I don't know, maybe to keep people from being radicalized, uh, we could put like a... Turn off the internet. Yeah. I think that was Trump. Was that, Trump? that was like, uh, he said that he was going to talk to Bill Gates about setting up a system to turn off the internet if we need to. Yeah, so like, uh, anytime someone's like, hey, maybe we could Holy just... Holy shit, that was like what one of a million things he said at one of his rallies. I'm just, I mean, I'm glad Those it's not... Those were crazy times. I'm just glad it's not possible... Um, but it just, that's a dangerous kind of thinking. And, oh man, we didn't even talk about France today, man. The, uh, what happened to oh, France? Oh, France, France, France. Oh, these fuckers. Sacre bleu. Yeah, so a bunch of leading French intellectuals got together and they wrote this manifesto saying that the Muslims in France, and I guess Muslims in general, need to edit these verses out of the Quran because it's leading to violence and it's making Muslim people violent. Because I guess there, there was a Jewish woman murdered. People uh, go and, to war over Holy Scripture being changed, even right. a little. Yeah. So there was a, and this was in response to like, it was a Jewish woman murdered, and people think that they may have heard someone go Allah Akbar while she was being viciously murdered. Um, but the whole point is like, they said it, it came out and then like Muslims are incensed and of course they are. Anybody would be incensed if you told them that their holy book needed some editing, especially by secular intellectuals. I, I'm like, and that's, uh, that's the, that's the thing. It's not that Muslims are a problem or that their, their book is any more violent than anybody else. Like France has a history of not being inclusive. That's the one thing I'll say about America. Listen, man, listen, Jack. You come to America with your cultural whatevers and your your fucking your traditional values. Within a fucking generation, dude, we'll have your kids watching SpongeBob eating McDonald's and going, "Yeah, man, I don't know. The way I was raised was lame. I like fucking chicken nuggets." Yeah, I mean that's uh, what happened to the Irish. They became indistinguishable, and then they're all like, "Damn it! Uh, well, screw eugenics then." Yeah. Oh, oh, uh, yeah. What you're talking about earlier for the audience, if y'all want to look this up, uh, the whole genetic superiority thing is called eugenics, and our current president believes in it. He believes it's true. There are videos of him talking about that uh, whenever he says he has good genes, he's actually referring back to the video in which he was all like, that's the thing and that he believes in. Well, here's the thing. I'm glad you brought that up because uh, I never told you this, but one day when I go under, when I when I do my undercover expose on a bunch of like white supremacists, my undercover name, are you ready for this? It is huh. Hugh 
And my last name is Jennings. She- Brilliant. Right? I like that. So they'll be like, hey, man, how you doing? I'm like, hi, Hugh. Hugh Jennings. How you doing, man? How you doing? And, like, I'll be like, they don't even understand the joke. I'm talking like, (laughs) my inner monologue sounds like Trump now. (laughs) Ha, I'm fully immersed in the white supremacist culture. I don't even know who I am anymore. Sad. Sad. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I hope that's the last thing he hears whenever, whenever, like, whenever, like, his presidency is over. And he takes the walk of shame or whatever. I just hope just yeah. someone just goes sad. Yeah. But yeah, so um, we have um, I have three other news bites. The yeah. um, the big story for the day: a Giuliani update, which is actually pretty oh, big by itself. Oh, Rudy! <laughs> and oh, fucking uh, Giuliani's the and, best thing to happen to this fucking administration. You know what? Every time I news. watch Trump, I go, you know, what? we could use some circus clowns. And also have new that's cute news. I could save that. For the, that's cute for last. Okay, I think Rudy leads into the uh, big story. Well, every time, every well. time I'm just getting real mad. Rudy comes in with his like, bop, ba, da, 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 da. I'm like, ah, oh, is it gonna be funny? What's he gonna <laughs> do? There's no white America it's... or black America. There is only America. Is there? It's like, is he gonna? Is he uh, gonna? That's gonna my fucking... Giuliani impression. Yeah, is, is Giuliani gonna slip on a banana peel? Is he gonna throw a pie in Trump's face? Is he gonna is squirt he gonna... him? Is he going to mime petting a cat? Yeah. Is he going to squirt him with a water flower? What's he going to do? Yeah. This is going to be great. He was actually doing that in an interview, miming a cat. It was, uh, he was uh, miming petting Hillary Clinton's head, saying, you know, oh, if only they would treat Trump like they treated Hillary. Oh, we got to be nice to you. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. And he was like miming petting a cat, but it's supposed to be petting Hillary's head. It's like, oh, we got to treat you nice. So he said that he wanted um, Trump to be treated like Hillary. But uh, how yeah, Hillary man. was Let's treated. Do it. Yeah. Uh, not only was she investigated for two years and nine um, inquiries into Benghazi, but she was also grilled before Congress for 11 hours. Lock him up. Think, Lock him up. Lock do you him think Trump up. Trump has even a quarter the stamina to last 11 hours being grilled, all questions on the table, and she actually gave substantial answers. Here's Durp my thing, did, man. Like, Derp would not. She wasn't my candidate, but goddamn, I never said she was not qualified. I never said she wouldn't have made a good president. I just did not like that. Uh, I mean, I've got I mean, a lot. Of, I have a hard time marrying my ideals with my pragmatism. Pragmatically, yeah. You know what? She would have been a good president. She would have been better than what we got now. Idealistically, I like to vote third party because I don't agree on the two-party system. I mean, there were 16 candidates for the GOP uh, nominee, right? Any one of them besides Ted Cruz would have made a better president than Trump. Oh, lion Ted Cruz. Old Zodiac killer Ted Cruz. <laughs> Whose father killed JFK. You know, <laughs> we forgot that he fucking said that too. Yeah. Like, Trump says a lot of bullshit and he tries to pass it off as the truth. But um, anyway, uh, really, Rudy Giuliani update. He uh, Wait, wait, hold uh, on. What you said was not a mistake. That was really good. We should call this Really Giuliani News. Because that's, that's <laughs> you know what? We got our name for him. Oh, Really Giuliani. Because whenever he says really stuff, I'm like, I'm like, really? Really Giuliani? Really? Yeah. All right, hit us with the Really Giuliani News. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, actually, I like this. Can, can I read a speech that uh, Michael Costa on the day... Or, yeah, Michael Costa on The Daily Show said to explain what's happening with Giuliani this week. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. 
And then after that, the uh, the next update. Oh, God, I have several updates about him, actually. Will you stop talking about him and give them, you motherfucker? Okay. You have <laughs> okay, spent okay. more time I'm, going, man, I got a lot of updates about I'm starting to believe that you don't have updates about Giuliani, <laughs> and you panicked, and you're like, you're, if I can just eat enough time. I'm Trump. I'm trumping you. You're yeah. going to be so happy. Yeah. You know what? I know I've got so many Giuliani updates. You're going to love them, okay? People go, they go, you know what? You know what, Patrick? Your Giuliani updates, they're the best, okay? You'll be very happy i'm like wait what are they okay hey, it's too late we have to go and end the podcast before <laughs> before rudy bitch. giuliani showed up the, this is me quoting michael before rudy giuliani showed up the facts of the case seemed obvious donald trump paid hush money to a porn star three weeks before an election open and shut case but now thanks to rudy what do we know we know that the president didn't pay cohen to pay daniels except he did but from a general legal fund which didn't exist unless it does either way the president didn't know about it other than the parts he knew which is nothing and clearly Clearly, no campaign finance laws were broken because Trump was going to pay Stormy Daniels or not, regardless of the election, <laughs> and this massive, tiny payment was chump change that also made her rich. You can trust Rudy on this because he's an expert on campaign finance, even though he knows nothing because he just started on this case an hour ago. So here's my, here's my fucking thing about Giuliani. I'm kind of hoping when this goes to court, he's going to put himself on the stand and then fucking grill himself and then yell objection, badgering the witness, and then just yell overruled and the judge and everyone's going, what the fuck is he doing? All week long, Giuliani's been uh, trying to say that the stuff, the incriminating stuff he said last week was because he's still new to this case. It's like, I've been on this case practically an hour compared to some people and there's thousands of legal documents. Dude, he's the guy that's in a fucking canoe and he's only paddling on one side. That's the greatest part about this. Yep. You're like, so, dude, you realize that if you paddle on the other side, you'll go in a direction. If you don't, you're just going to keep, all right, you keep circling. This is great. All right, so what was what was this uh, quote exactly? I, I can't find it, but, um, uh, uh, okay, so you remember how he said that the, what the president did was, um, or not the president, how, what Cohen did to pay off the porn star was standard issue was he said, you know, if I had clients, I would be paying off, you know, their mistresses or whatever too from a general legal fund. Yeah. You know, lawyers do this all the time. As soon as he said that, his legal firm immediately fired him because that is uh, a horrifying breach of um, what they do, right? Like that's – so this – so the statement they put out was quickly speaking for ourselves. We would not condone payments of the nature alleged to have been made or otherwise without the knowledge and direction of the client, because uh, there's just rules of conduct that you would be breaking. If yeah. uh, you just start paying porn stars on behalf of your client without telling them about it. Cohen's defense was that uh, he, he did it as a friend. And that was phrased that way deliberately because he knows at least enough about the law to know that, he has to separate this from Trump, but he can't say he did it as his lawyer. But now Giuliani said he did it as his lawyer, then said that Trump knew about it. But then he said he didn't know about it, and he said that's just a rumor. And he's like, yeah, okay, I started the rumor. But, I mean, that was just – that was one of many possibilities. I can prove to you it's a rumor, but I can't prove to you it's fact. So the greatest thing about this is, from what I understand, before Giuliani got involved, it wouldn't have really been a crime. It would have been Trump pays off a porn star. Who cares? You know what I mean? There might have been some campaign finance stuff, but it seems shaky at best, and he seems like he's gotten off with a lot more, you know? 
cigar. But because so, of the way they said it and they fucking phrased it, fucking Giuliani, t- Giuliani oh, made a crime. It, he made a it, crime with his words. Yeah, it gets even better. And uh, I've been burying the lead up to this point. So much so that um, I'm delighted to see your reaction to this. So while Ju- I told you this earlier, while Giuliani was on TV this week making fun of Stormy Daniels' lawyer, I, I can't remember his name, but he's, Giuliani's like, yeah, that lawyer, he's just going on TV. He doesn't have a clue. He's just making appearances to make money. See, that's funny, A, because Giuliani's describing what he's doing now. Giuliani doesn't have a fucking clue. He just wants to make money, so he's on TV as much as possible. But two, it's funny because Stormy Daniels' lawyer... Turns out he knows more than he was letting on because he decided to reveal over Twitter for some reason that, uh, you know, Michael Cohen's uh, shell company, Essential Consultants LLC, that's the company he used to pay Stormy Daniels. Now, where did he get the money to pay Stormy Daniels on Trump's behalf with? Was this where it turns out that a Russian oligarch put the money into that shell company? Yeah, a Russian oligarch with ties to Putin who's already been caught and grilled by Mueller was actually the one that put money into that essential consultants LLC to pay Stormy Daniels with. Oh, well, so what was Rudy's reaction? Three, oh, I, I'm not sure if he's even spoken about this. Because <laughs> that's the thing, we got to get, we got to get Rudy in a room. We got to get Rudy in a so, room with Putin and Mueller. We got to make it happen. We got to get Rudy around some state secrets. Yep. I mean, some so, Russian state secrets. Why don't we just send Rudy to fucking Moscow to meet with Putin, and I swear to God he'll come back with a whole case and then fucking tell us on, like, Morning Joe. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's, yep. you know what? Like, maybe Rudy, or Rudy, maybe really, Mr. Really Giuliani, maybe he's yeah. the fucking hero that's going to save America. It's not Mueller. It's just Giuliani Jar Jar so. Binksing the shit out of Trump's whole thing. Oh, and also this, um, that seems like bribery because this oligarch had direct ties to Putin. So it looks like Putin paid money into Trump's campaign three weeks before the election to silence um, any news about Stormy Daniels, which would have hurt Trump's election. So that's one very direct. That's another way that we haven't even discussed yet that the Russians colluded with Trump. Well, here's the thing. But on top of that, it gets even worse. But go ahead. Here's why it's so stupid. Trump didn't need to pay off a porn star. We expect Trump to have sex with porn stars. When during a debate asked, well, do you cheat on your taxes? He just goes, because I'm smart. And people were like, yeah. So if he fucked a porn star, no one's going to care. I did it because I did it. Who cares? And no one would have cared. I had sex with a porn star because I'm smart. All right. So that's, God, where even was I? Oh, right. So here's where it gets better. After after this, it's now been revealed that Cohen made the rounds. Like he started calling up all these different companies and telling them, you know, whoever you have representing you, fire them immediately and hire me. I have the most direct access to the president and, you know, start sending me money and I'll get you access to him. So this is the whole pay-to-play thing that they kept trying to say Hillary did, Trump actually did it. And some people started taking Cohen up on this, including AT&T, which paid in $200,000 while they had a proposed merger with Time Warner pending before the Justice Department. So it seems like bribery of the Justice Department. And you might say, oh, is this just, you know, allegations? No, AT&T already said, yeah, we did this. 
Oh, so yeah, because that's a- confirmed. Yeah, so AT and T is going to protect themselves because you know. Yeah, they very quickly said, no, 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 we weren't um, paying for his attention. We just were paying to um, get favors from him. <laughs> that they said they wanted to learn more about him, so that's essentially what they're saying. God bless Rudy Giuliani. He fucking Mr. Magoo this all. Oh, my God. Are we sure that yeah. he's not like a fucking just long-term secret agent of the Justice Department? Like he's just a mole? Uh, maybe. That that could be it, because, I mean, he seems too stupid to be real. Uh, some other company paid a lot of money. Uh, let's see. N- Novartis? I don't know what that is. They attempted to... Uh... They're attempting. I don't know. It's something to do with opioids. I don't know. Anyway, point being, a lot of companies paid into this, and they've been bribing Trump along and along. And these bribery charges is a whole separate thing that could also get him impeached even faster than colluding with the Russians. Well, that because way. that's what happened to Vice President Sparrow. Was it Sparrow T. Agnew? Was it him? Uh, oh shit. Um, I I don't know. I haven't who thought about him who forever. was the Vice President of Nixon that got fucking got caught with his hand in the cookie jar because he was taking bribes uh like a contractor basically was bribing him and his whole argument was like yeah well i only took bribes from like good contractors because they wanted some kind of contract with like the city or whatever he was i can't remember if it was agnew or it was dan quayle i can't remember which one it was i I, dan quayle i've heard of him. I want to say it was Agnew because he had to his, step down as vice president, was well, replaced by Ford, and then Ford became president when yeah, Nixon was uh, impeached. Spiro, Spiro Agnew, um, 69 to 73, and then Gerald Ford, 73 to 74. Yeah. Anyway, so Ford we have precedent president. for, like, that's a clear bribe. You are impeached. or The, the vice presidents have been removed for that before. So, I mean... Like, okay, yeah, you can keep arguing about, like, maybe no collusion was found. I think, like, uh, either way, bribery is a pretty big thing now, and so is obstruction of justice. Like, uh, we're just kind of in a race now to see which charges are going to be laid against him first, or if we can tie them all together. I mean, at this point, he really should be stepping down. Instead, he's going to meet, like, Kim Jong-un in, I don't know, Florida next week. And again, that's the scary part is, like, any other president would go, I'm going to leave before the impeachment process begins and they really dig into my background. He's not. Like, he's dead deluded. Also, how are we doing on time right now? We have uh, two minutes to one hour. We have two minutes to one hour. All right. What else do we have to wrap up this week? Uh, my That's cute news. Oh, yeah. All right. What's the, your, the, the fucking part of the news I hate the most. All right. What's cute? It's all the little things. That's what I titled it this time. Okay. The damage Trump causes has become so astronomically huge that it's easy to overlook all the small ways he fucks over America, such as this week, our children. He's fucking uh, children this week? Uh, in a sense, yes. Oh, metaphorically, um, not like not that we can prove literally. And not like um, the ca- candidate for the Senate that he um, endorsed heartily. Roy Moore? Yep. Not like Roy Moore fucking children. He he only endorses child buggery. That we know this of. This is... That we know of. Get Rudy on Oh, it. actually, there there was actually one um, allegation during the campaign that there was like a 14-year-old he had sex with during some crazy rich person coke and sex party. Yeah. But uh, that was just, you know, allegations. Who knows? Anyway, get, Trump's hey, get, get 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 really Giuliani on it, man. He'll really figure out what happened and then bumble it out <laughs> in front of the world. Yeah, he keeps like admitting to crimes on TV. It's weird. It reminds but, uh, me of that. It reminds me of that Ray Stevens song about the squirrel. 
Yeah. And about the lady, like, so there's this whole, like, there's this, he used to be a country comedian. He would sing these, these, these parody songs way back in like the seventies and eighties. And there's one called, what is it? Like the squirrel, it's called the squirrel uh, revival. The, uh, the Mississippi squirrel revival. Mississippi squirrel revival. When he was a kid in the, in Mississippi, he took a squirrel in a box to church and it got loose, started running up people's legs and it started a revival. My favorite was a lady as the. Because no, the joke being that no one realizes it's a squirrel. They think the Holy Spirit has a hold on yeah. them. Um, and so like it ran up this lady's dress and everything. She jumped up and it said like she started confessing to sins that would make a sailor blush. And then she started sailor na- blush with shame. Yeah, and then she started naming names. And I'm like, did Giuliani have a squirrel run up his pants? And is that what's like? Is that what he's just like? Something's got a hold on me. And then he just starts <laughs> confessing to crimes that like people are like, yeah, we didn't know about that. You didn't have to tell us. Uh, he actually said on Hannity, it's like, you don't even know this, I'm. Uh... Uh, I'm telling you this for the first time. And then he started, he blabbed something that, because he thought that he was going to make things not as bad by saying, look, it's no collusion because X. But then he admitted to something that was a bigger crime. That's the problem, though. Is he so, so this whole administration is so focused on, like, there's no collusion that they don't realize that, like, other crimes are still at play, dude. So even if we never successfully prove Russian collusion, but we do we do uh, prove bribery and we do prove like uh, uh, obstruction of justice and like other things. Those are still impeachable offenses, dude. And probably easier to prove than collusion with a foreign state. You're handing them easier crimes to prove. So uh, Trump's ambassador to the youth, a man appointed to be in charge of the sports council, which is sort of a recycled council of the fitness, sports, and nutrition council. Yeah, is this basically where they just like ripped off more of like Michelle Obama's initiatives and tried to pass them off as Melania's? Kind of, yeah, it's similar to that. Did you know that um, a lot of what Melania is doing is just copy and pasted from what Michelle did? Yeah, like, literally, they just copied the text and pasted it over here. To, except it, instead of it being focused, it's now a general help for everyone. Yeah, but then, it's, but then, it's, but then it's it's also like she Do she good. gave a she gave a speech that fucking that fucking uh, Michelle Obama gave like word for she gave the same speech, and I'm like, you that guys. was at the um. Yeah, at the RNC when Michelle came out to do the First Lady speech, uh, she just almost verbatim copied Michelle's speech and just spat it back out again. And that's why whenever I wrote a parody of the RNC night, I just had her go out there and do... um, uh, what's Lincoln's famous speech called? Oh, the Gettysburg Address? Yeah, the Gettysburg Address. Well, I mean, to be fair, that's probably how Melania fucking learned English. Possibly. By just, just, just ripping off. Yeah, anyway. So the sports council was given to two people, um, Bill Belichick and uh, what's this other guy's name? Herschel Walker. Bill Belichick is famous for being the uh, the coach who received the biggest fine in all of NFL history, but he's Trump's friend, so this is another case of nepotism. Herschel Walker is another crony who's just like a friend being given this position. So these are two people who don't know shit about the youth, and he's just like giving them this job because they're his buddies. And so this is hurting the youth because this was a chance to do something good for the kids and instead he's all like instead of doing that i'm just going to give these people a job so they can receive government money for doing nothing are they doing are they doing anything with it or are they just like uh so far they're not doing anything they just get money from from it um you know i'm kind of surprised that trump hasn't tweeted about the boy scouts yet he's 
talk to them a lot, which always makes me cringe. But well, no, no the the Boy Scouts just they're they're in the process of changing their name to just the Scouts, and they're becoming inclusive, so they're allowing boys and girls to join the Scouts. And people are like, well, what about the Girl Scouts? And it's like, well, the Girl Scouts do different things. You know what I mean? They're two different organizations. They do they, they do different things. But they're like, the Scouts should not just be for boys. It should be all-inclusive. They'll still have all-girl Scout. They'll still have Scout troops that are girls. And so it's not like girls and boys going to be mixing together and getting naked. And like, so they're still going <laughs> to, you know what I mean? They're still going to have like uh, uh, homogeneous groupings. But it's just girls will have a chance to do part of the Scouting life too. And people are just pissed off. Oh. I know whenever I was a kid, I was part of something. It wasn't the Boy Scouts. It was like the Cub Scouts. Yeah, or... the Cubs. There's the Cub Scouts, Boy Scouts, and then the Eagle Scouts. Okay, I was a. I'm pretty sure I was a Cub Scout, but I only went there for a short time before like the instructor quit. But all I remember is that I got to go to the um, fire department one day, and there's a picture of me like standing on a fire truck with a helmet on when I'm like five years old. Sweet. I don't know. It, I, it was a. I, I still remember that fire truck too, though. Little did you know that would be the closest you would ever get to becoming a real fireman. Ah, uh, sad. <laughs> sad. To quote a president. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, people are mad about that too, and they're like, "Why can't you just have a thing for just boys and a thing for just girls?" And like, um, I read a post by somebody who's actually a parent of a scout, and she's like, "This is great because now families can do their whole thing in one troop." You know what I mean? You take your daughter yeah. and your son to scouts. And it's yeah, it's makes easier on families. I, I don't know why people other people are like ah this is tradition being ruined. And I'm like, I don't really think it's being ruined to include girls in the scouts. Uh, I didn't know that the Boy Scouts was really that big of thing anymore it, either. It, like it I really, thought that was something that was dying off as it was. Yeah, it was, and it really isn't. Like um, yeah, it's it's anything that like has traditionally been one way. People just tend ah you're ruining tradition. Yeah, maybe we are, but traditions fuck them. Anyway, so that's all your that's all your cute news. That's that's all of that, and the only other thing I really have written down is that uh, old Ollie North is now going to be the uh, head of the NRA. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, I love that we free. It's been so long that like, I I don't even was I even born during the Iran Contra affair? Uh, e- maybe. What year? Wait, what year was that? Eighty. I was in eighty five. I was a baby in eighty five. When was uh when did the Iran Contra affair happen? I. Hold on, let me grab my phone. So yeah, I guess we bid goodbye when to was Iran Katra. I guess we bid old, we bid goodbye to Wayne Lapierre and say hello to Ali North, who sold, who took illegal money from yeah. selling stuff to the uh, the Iranians, and then gave was it money or guns to the Contras in South America? We 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 sold the weapons to the Iranians, and we gave the um, profit from that to the Contra in uh, Nicaragua. 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 Yeah. So, and it was um, it was from August twentieth, nineteen eighty-five, to March fourth, nineteen eighty-seven. So, yeah, you're alive. Yeah. So we basically funded one of the bloodiest civil wars in Central American history, uh, by selling illegal weapons to the Iranians. Uh, yay, Ali North. And now there's he's the head of, huh? There's a great song about it too that I wanted do, to read. Oh, I was, I was like, God damn it! I was like, do not start singing that fucking song again, you son of a bitch. Okay, okay. I'll let people look it up then. Just uh, go to YouTube and look up Ollie North, American Dad. Yeah, he's uh, he's 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 a he's a criminal, and he but I guess he's good at selling guns to people because he's fucking selling them internationally and yeah. in arms. So uh, if people weren't aware, that would make um, Reagan and North both uh, guilty of high treason from this whole Iran Contra thing. But what they did was they pushed off all the blame onto North, and then. He had his secretary, Fawn Hill, 
shred all the evidence. Like she just took everything that had to do with anything that or all the paper trails was shredded. And so, yeah, he got to get off totally scot-free and write novels and be on Fox news mostly. And now he's head of the NRA. This is America. <laughs> this is America. Yeah. Look what I'm selling them. Yeah. Fucking up. Nope, that's your don't, fucking world. Don't catch me failing them. Do you think that maybe our podcast has something to do with Wayne LaPierre taking, stepping down as the head of the NRA? Do you think we drove him out? We, we did have an episode on that. So we did. We, look at us changing the world. Right. We were pretty vicious. So we, I guess we gave him the muckraker treatment and broke him. All right. Treated and gone. So now I can just mark him off like I got a little a little picture and I can just kind of mark him off like the Red Baron. And now Ollie North, I guess, is our next. Let's I, get rid of him. I, I was picturing you more like a Arya Stark. Ollie North Nunez. <laughs> Wayne, La, Wayne LaPierre Nunez. The Hound. Ollie North. <laughs> Reagan. But Reagan's oh, already dead. Yeah, Reagan's already dead still. Oh, wait, would that count as like threats against any people? <laughs> Can again. you threaten an already dead president? Uh, oh, I, I will like say. The file is corpse. So we do got to be careful. So there was a comedian the other day, and I want to leave you guys with this. Uh, it's very dangerous to be a comedian these days. Uh, he got in trouble and investigated by federal investigators because he went on stage and he was talking about how bullshit it is that we culturally appropriate stuff from people, you know, as white people. And he goes, all right, here's the deal, guys. He goes, for every ICE agent you kill, you get to appropriate one thing for Cinco de Mayo, right? You kill, <laughs> you kill an ICE, you get one ICE agent, you know, you get some maracas. You kill two ICE agents, you get to wear like a sombrero and the fucking poncho and stuff. And they oh, investigated, they, they came to his house and like questioned him. Hmm. Dude, the Gestapo lives, man. Yep. This, there's no way. This is America. There's no way that you can look at that joke as anything other than a joke. He's saying that he's not advocating you kill ICE agents. He's saying that's the only way that it would make okay to culturally appropriate somebody else's culture for a bullshit holiday. Like no one's going out as to if kill. You improve the quality of their lives. Yeah, no one's going out to kill ICE agents to wear a sombrero. That's insane. But they're like, oh, we have to take these threats seriously. No, you don't. And just the same way that you take the threat of a, an illegal immigrant uh, child with brain cancer seriously. Because, yeah, you know, God forbid she stay over here and get treatment for her brain cancer. If you don't know what I'm talking about, uh, ICE agents, like, uh, harassed and attempted to deport a, like, 14-year-old girl with brain cancer while she was in the hospital getting treatment. Like... They wouldn't let they wouldn't let like her or her parents out of their sight and this that and the other and like they were just real like like she was you know a dangerous criminal. I mean the new or the person who might become the new head of the CIA uh, beat a pregnant woman and had her tortured. So. Oh, you're talking about the lady it's scumbags all the way down. Well, the way you know the way Trump describes her, he goes, "Okay, look, you know they don't like her because she's really tough on terrorists." Okay. And I'm like, you know what? I, I, and here's where I'm going to end it. And this is where I'm going to leave it before I start making threats and I get investigated. I think <laughs> that anybody, much like our great President Abraham Lincoln said, he said that I believe that anybody who is in favor of slavery ought to try it for a while. And I say that anybody who is in favor of waterboarding and torture of other human beings ought to try it for a while. Sad. Do you have anything to, like, look at while you're in there, or are you just, like, staring at the wall? Uh, I'm staring at a bag of bokens. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the worst.